If you're a fan of the classic metal show and you've progressed past a flip phone, then you better have the CMS app on your phone. Get it today. It's in both the Google and iOS app stores. It's the CMS app. Get it? It's got everything you would possibly want from the CMS. So get it today and stay connected to the CMS. For more episodes, go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com. Visit us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast. And be sure to subscribe, listen to, and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com. For all comments and questions, please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com. It is Aftershocks right here at AftershocksTV.com. And uh, joining us today is um, is the guitarist of the band Sodom. He has uh, rejoined the band and back with a vengeance, uh, as well as Sodom is back with a vengeance with the new Genesis XIX release. He is Frankie Blackfire. Frankie, how are you, my friend? Hi, everybody. I'm fine. Good, good. Every, everybody's safe over there? No COVID or any of that stuff? Yeah, everybody's safe. I mean, uh, of course, we have a kind of like a lockdown, like bars are closed and uh, restaurants you can only pick up and uh, delivering. And yeah, but we are all fine. Uh, we are all healthy, the whole band. Everything is cool. Yeah. Well, if I know anything about Sodom, I would imagine that this extended time of not being on the road is just building more and more fire in you guys to where when you do finally get a chance to get back out to play shows, you guys are going to hit it with a vengeance, no? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. We are all fucking on fire, yeah. <laughs> Especially our new drummer, Tony, who didn't do any show with us since right. the beginning of the year. Like we were supposed to play two shows in Greece and right before those shows, like two weeks before, came the lockdown and we couldn't play, you know. No doubt. It, has it been, I, I mean, obviously it's tough. It's tough for everybody right now with, with COVID. But for a band like Sodom that, you know, you make so much of your money, not only just from playing, but from <clears throat> from that's how you let people know that you have music out there is by playing how has it been has it been you know very very tough to to keep going oh actually um yeah i mean everybody i mean at least tony the drummer and me we always uh, we also like uh working as music teacher okay. but yeah it's kind of uh, it's kind of tough you know, for everybody, but uh, actually we're going to keep going because uh, we like what we're doing. We're musicians from the heart and uh, we want to continue the band. Definitely. Yeah. No question. Well, let's talk about better things. Let's talk about this great new release that you guys have. Um, fantastic record. Um, the thing that jumps out most to me is 
Genesis seems to be maybe the most diverse album in Sodom's history. You know, there's so many change up, change up songs like, you know, like a cult penetrator is a good one that strays a bit away from the traditional sound. Was this just a, a product of how you were writing or were you trying to add new wrinkles to the sound? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, York and me, we are two different players that have different ideas. I mean, um, I always like compose songs like I used to be, but I always already got like, uh, during the years, you know, you, you see things different and, uh, I mean, yeah, but kind of like I wanted to capture a little more like uh, the old spirit of Sodom that I had like in, in the 80s, you know, when I wrote Express of Sodomy or Persecution Mania, Agent Orange, you know. I wanted to capture this feeling and uh, write some songs like this, of course, maybe a little more fast and brutal. And uh, yeah, but uh, I tried to... I tried to go back a little to the 80s with some modern influence and some modern technology, sound, you know, everything. And Occult Perpetrator, I thought, yeah, because we had always like fast songs and I wanted to write a mid-tempo song. And uh, yeah, that's how Occult Perpetrator came out, you know. Sure, definitely. Now... Now, when you guys were writing this um, release, Frank, was it, um, did you write during the pandemic or were these songs, you know, pretty much done before, before the world caved in or what? Oh, both. I mean, I have very old ideas, songs, riffs that I had uh, saved on my computer during the years. And yeah, I used old riffs and new together like uh, I used some old riffs and make something new up around it you know to uh, yeah to write a new whole song you know mm-hmm. for example one thing is uh, when we wrote Partisan the very first uh, like single that we did I had a song that I split in half like I used half for Partisan and the other half I used for, um, what was it, Uh, Valdo and Pigpen, for example, and uh, I actually had some other ideas and it fitted together everything, and the intro part of Valdo and Pigpen, for example, I did separately. I always some ideas I laid down on my computer, I, uh, yeah, I recorded and yeah, let's keep it for a while. Maybe I can use it for another song and something like that. And as we needed a lot of songs right now for the new album, yeah, I was digging in my like old <laughs> riffs that I had and did something new also, you know. So uh, yeah, that there was kind of like a mixture of both, you know. And York has his own ideas, and uh, yeah, so we came together and worked things out and uh, arranged everything and. Uh, Tom did vocals over it, and yeah, that's how the process was, uh, basically. No doubt. Now, now, Frank, for you personally, you you returned to Sodom a few years ago. Now it's been um, after you know after a long time away. I mean, you 
you obviously were one of the key creators of the, you know, the, the biggest or none, the, what most people consider the best record in Sodom's history with um, Agent Orange. And then you went away and you did creator and you've done a bunch of other stuff since what brought you back to Sodom, you know, cause that's, that's, you know, you know, as well as I do, it's very hard to come back to any project that you left. Yeah, it is actually. And I never, I never was thinking about that. I could return to Sodom, you know, because I thought the lineup that they had before they, they're going to, stay forever together you know and uh, actually um, I was like uh, doing my own band Frank Blackfire and I was joining Assassin in 2016 another German thrash metal band and um, yeah I was like doing my things that I always did like as a musician as a guitar teacher and you know stuff like this and then I played a show with Sodom in uh, at the end of 2017. There was a kind of like a 35 years Sodom show with right. some old musicians. I guess Andy Brinks played there. Some you know, and uh, yeah, we did some a couple of songs together. And uh, Grey Violator played there too. And uh, me. So we were doing a, a full Sodom set, like two and a half hours. Okay. And, uh, yeah, um, as we played all the songs with two guitars, like Burnerman was playing the whole time and the guest guitar players were playing, I guess the, the crowd, the people, they really liked it. And, wow, Sodom with two guitars. And uh, so, but uh, after that show, I was thinking, yeah, I did a show with Sodom and that was it, you know. I never was expecting um, something like... Uh, that I heard in like in January 2018, when the news came out that some that Tom Angel Ripper uh, like uh, uh, separated the lineup. I mean, he's he's he was separating himself from the the other two guys and didn't want to work together with them anymore. And I thought, what? <laughs> I was really surprised about that. And I said, no, that's not possible. Why? You know, I thought they get along together so good you know and and they they're gonna stay f together forever you know and uh yeah it was kind of like a wow <clears throat> and uh yeah actually i i didn't do anything and i guess two two weeks after that i mean in facebook and everything that there was like a lot of people that was like uh well, I'll get back Frank Blackfire in the band and some commentaries like that, you know. And uh, I guess two weeks later, Tom uh, wrote me a message and he asked me if I would rejoin Sodom. And I said, yeah, why not? Let's try it, you know. Sure. And actually, that's how I got back in the band in January 2018. Okay. Does it does it feel the same as it did the first time, or does it feel almost like a new band because so much time has passed? Yeah, it's kind of like I mean, when we played old songs together, it really felt a little like uh, when we played those songs for the first times, you know, and it felt good. And Tom said, "Yeah, that's how they really should sound." Like, for example, Sodom and Last and stuff like this. He said, "Yeah, that's how it should sound," you know. And uh, 
Yeah, it was kind of like that. Um, yeah, that that times come back, you know, somehow. And uh, as rehearsal room right now, like 50 meters from the old rehearsal room that we used was in the 80s. This is kind of weird too, you know. <coughs> so uh, yeah, but the feeling in the band was good. I mean, everybody was kind of happy, you know, to have a new lineup, and we started rehearsing and. Uh, it worked out pretty good and we started playing shows and uh, people liked it you know every crowd that we played was fucking raging you know it was <clears throat> really a lot going on you know sure did did you find that you had to change the parts that you played from the old days now that there is the you know the second guitarist because you have to you know you have to kind of share the share the wealth so to speak on on the riffs and and in the solos did you find that you had to change your your parts from the you know from the older records from the new song or from the songs that you were playing live oh actually not much um i mean i i kind of play everything the same way i did and uh when i play solo york plays the rhythm part which was only played by bass live, you know, only bass guitar and guitar. And uh, yeah, actually we have uh, some more possibilities to work some whatever harmonies and stuff, you know, work it out. And uh, yeah, here, there, here and there, maybe, maybe we did a little uh, changes for two guitars that we can uh, play something together. For example, one plays the low chord and one plays an octave higher that it makes a wall of sound, you know, that the guitars sound more bright and everything, you know. And yeah, we during uh, rehearsing and everything and playing live, yeah, we figured out a couple of little thongs, songs that uh, that we can uh, arrange a little for two guitars, you know. <clears throat> Definitely. Now, now, Frank, um, with you coming back to the band. And listening, especially listening to Genesis, it, it really seems like you brought back that that classic sound that established the band in the first place. And I'm not saying that the middle middle of the career stuff was bad at all. It's not. But there was a there was a certain vibe from the early days that kind of went away. And they, you know, they they went through their changes and, you know, had much more of a modernish sort of a sound. Um did you have a lot of influence on the writing and recording of the new record where you could bring back that classic style or was it more that you and Tom worked together to try and recapture that classic sound? Oh yeah. That, uh, I have a lot of the songwriting uh, process. Um, sure. I, I, um, I definitely wanted to go a little back because I know that people expect me to make the second uh, Agent Orange album, you know, right. and I really tried to capture the 80s feeling that I had back then and uh, kind of like the songwriting, you know, and uh, yes, sure. Uh, I mean, especially me, I wanted to go back a little in that time because Sodom is very well known with those uh, recordings that I did with them. And uh, as you mentioned it, uh, the sound and the songwriting always changes with different guitar players, you know, and Sodom had certain different guitar players in in, uh, in their career or in all those years. 
and of course they play a little different and they their songwriting is different that's how the album sounds like them you know and i wanted to definitely go back a little to the 80s like with some modern recording techniques and everything that we can make the sound more powerful and uh, yeah but every, uh, like all we the band together wanted to sound like this tom of course and and york is a fan of the 80s stuff too and even tony those two are much younger than we are but they really like the old sodom style and uh, yeah we try to capture the 80s vibes and feeling and create something that uh, yeah has both of uh, a little uh, 80s vibe with a modern like sound sound wise i mean uh, like like the modern productions not like every band but a little more powerful you know like modern days sure. uh, production sound you know because back in the 80s uh, i guess the volume and the level and everything wasn't that loud as today and uh, right. yeah we tried uh, some, something in between you know like captured the old analog sounds and we recorded through uh, real Marshall amps and uh, angle and tubes amps you know like this and uh, yeah uh, we definitely tried uh, to uh, yeah mess around a little with sounds and everything to make it really sound old school Sodom you know <clears throat> well you definitely you definitely did that because it is it is definitely a classic sounding uh, release from Sodom Now, now, Frank, I got to ask you just from a personal level. I mean, you, mm. you have one of the widest ranging musical tastes, or at least, at least, um, you've exhibited a lot of different styles musically. You've played everything from blues to black metal and everything in between. Does, does the fact that you like and are, are talented enough to play so many different styles of music Does that make it difficult for you to settle into like a single band and focus all your energy into one one band and one sound? Yeah, you're right. I have a lot of ideas in different kind of music styles. And uh, yeah, I try to separate it a little. I mean, in Sodom, of course, in the beginning when I joined them in the 80s, I mean, actually, I am... A guitar player that started uh, playing guitars with blues like uh, I had a book uh, to learn blues chords and blues uh, pentatonic uh, scales and stuff like that blues scales you know and my background is definitely rock and roll when my father like me uh, played some 50s rock and roll records for me like little Richard Carl Perkins Chuck Berry, stuff like that, you know. I was listening with my father to records like this when I was kind of like six years old. And uh, later, I was really into hard rock, you know, distorted guitars and stuff like that. And I was really into ACDC and all the bands like Deep Purple and uh, Rainbow, Black Sabbath, you know. And uh, But I also listened to Santana, for example. I like Carlos Santana. I like uh, his playing. And this is kind of like a mixture between blues and uh, a little Latin rhythms. And uh, yeah, I was always like uh, 
into bands that have good guitar players that have original guitar players stuff like that you know and uh, yeah always uh, even and on agent orange there's kind of like a little rock and roll blues pentatonic style solos and stuff like this you know and of course i had to uh, i had to do some some yeah some really heavy and fast stuff and brutal stuff you know I mean, uh, back then, there was no black metal. I mean, sure, Venom was releasing an album called Black Metal, but the style black metal, I don't know, nobody knew about that. That came right. later, you know. And I'm I'm not really into black metal. I, I don't know anything about black metal and death metal. And uh, I prefer blues. I don't know. <laughs> That's my uh, kind of like uh, guitar playing, you know. <clears throat> But of course, for Sodom, I have to write some brutal riffs fast and you know stuff like this. And yeah, maybe sometimes a little or parts sound like this and that. But I don't have any idea uh, how like how how to play black metal or death metal or stuff like this. You know, I'm from the old generation. Right, certainly. Now, now, Frank, um, just um. Looking at, at this this release, Genesis um, XIX, it, it definitely, because of the pandemic, and I don't want to keep harping on the pandemic, but because yeah. of it, it really is, it, from an outsider looking in, it really seems like it could become a lost Sodom album, just because you may not be able to tour, and you're certainly not going to be able to tour the way you normally would on it do you guys worry that did you did you worry or think about maybe holding this record back until maybe the the world opened back up a little bit or did you just say well it's done let's put it out there and we'll see what happens yeah i know what you mean i mean uh, if a band releases an album they want to go on tour with that and promote it live you know but uh, actually um i guess the last full Sodom album was like four years ago or something like that and we had to come up with a new album and we were thinking about to uh, release an album this year I mean even in 2019 we were like trying to release it but uh, it didn't happen so we made the EP uh, out of the frontline trench mm -hmm. and uh, we kept uh, more music for the album and uh, yeah actually uh, we had to release an album this year with or without shows you know and uh, right. that's why we uh, had more time to uh, to arrange everything to write music to record it and mix and everything you know so it was a little more relaxed uh, without shows you know so we used the time to to dedicate ourselves only for the album you know yeah right, definitely now um it does seem like europe is going to open up a little bit faster than here in the United States as far as touring goes. I do see more and more bands are starting to book some shows, you know, in in late winter, early spring for for Europe. Um, are you okay with avoiding the U.S. market if that's what is necessary to get out there and promote and play shows? Oh, 
I mean, I don't know if, if Europe is a little more open than the United States. Maybe it is, uh, but uh, actually, um, yeah, I don't know if, if shows next year going to happen. You know, we, we all wish it, of course. Uh, everybody is, uh, as I said, on fire to go on tour or to play festivals and everything. We definitely want it, you know, and hope that it can happen, you know. And I mean... The, the fact that Sodom uh, never really played in the United States was kind of like there were always problems at the border somehow with uh, equipment or with some, some, some stupid things, you know, that right. they didn't want let the band in and stuff like that, you know. And uh, I don't know. Um, we try. I mean, we, we want to try, definitely, if possible. We definitely want to try to uh, tour in the United States. I mean, we have to. We have a lot of fans there, and uh, fans are waiting. I mean, uh, last time we were in Miami when we played uh, 70,000 tons of metal. Right. At, uh, you know, there were American fans also. There were fans from all over the world, and they say, oh, I can see Sodom live here, and, uh, you know, for American people, it's hard to see Sodom live, you know, I know right. that. We definitely hope if everything goes well and, uh, I mean, uh, there can be play show, shows all over the world again and in the United States too and uh, Canada and uh, Mexico or whatever. Uh, we definitely want to come, of course, yeah. Certainly. Well, we certainly hope that it happens, but... Whether it happens or not, we have this great new record. It's called Genesis XIX. It is Sodom. And uh, Frankie, where where can people go online to keep up with the band and um, find out, you know, buy the record and all that good stuff? Um, ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I, actually, uh, I don't know exactly where to buy for American people, but we have a distribution in the United States. Uh, and... I guess if if you uh, go and search for Sodom uh, Genesis 19, uh, you will find definitely the album and where to buy in the United States, I guess. And uh, yeah, uh, or keep uh, the Sodom uh, traditional site still. But I guess uh, I guess Nuclear Blast is um, is releasing something and. Uh, I don't know exactly for the United States, but uh, uh, people will find it definitely and uh, to order it. And uh, I guess, yeah, it's only searching in the Internet and uh, people will find it. Absolutely. Well, Frankie, thanks so much for uh, stopping by with Aftershocks. Yeah, cool, man. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to Aftershocks. For more episodes, go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com. Visit us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast. And be sure to subscribe, listen to, and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com. For all comments and questions, please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com.